from the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C. Welcome to America Works, excerpts from interviews with contemporary workers throughout the United States, collected by the library's American Folklife Center as part of its Occupational Folklife Project. This is AFC staff folklorist Nancy Gross, and this America Works episode features excerpts from a longer interview with the distinguished architect Roberta Washington, who is a principal or head of her own firm, Roberta Washington Architects in New York City. Noted for her innovative work on healthcare facilities, housing projects, and educational structures, Washington has served as president of the National Organization of Minority Architects and chairperson of the New York State Board of Architects. Among other honors, in 2006, she was elected by the prestigious American Institute of Architects to their College of Fellows. Originally from Greensboro, North Carolina, and a graduate of Howard University, Washington was interviewed by oral historian and architect Sarah Filkins as part of her American Folklife Center's Archie Green Fellowship to document women architects throughout the United States. During their in-depth interview, Washington traces her career, her involvement in community planning and network building, and the challenges she faced as a woman, particularly as an African-American woman in a field that, especially when she started, was overwhelmingly white and male. She begins this episode by recalling how, as part of a junior high school assignment to interview someone about their job, her life was changed when she chanced upon a Black professor of architecture who just happened to be renting her neighbor's home. Um, I told him I was interested in art, and he asked me why was I interested in art, and I said because I thought with art you could create uh, beautiful pictures, beautiful scenes, um, that it was something that people could enjoy, and and I, I enjoyed doing it, and I liked creating. And he said, well, then you definitely should be doing architecture because if you were doing architecture, not only would you create something something beautiful, something that people could enjoy, but also something that could be of use to people. And so I was so. Well, what did your mom think when you told her you wanted to be an architect? My mother um, backed um, me and my other siblings uh, in, in, in whatever it was that we said we wanted to become, because uh, she has spent most of her life um, doing day work, which is white working in white folks' kitchens um, and homes as a maid. Um, and she uh, had had other aspirations and hadn't been able to achieve them. And so she was especially concerned that her daughters uh, should not follow her in her footsteps. And so whatever we were interested in, uh, she supported us like 100%. So you got into Howard University. Yes. I, um, I loved design um, because that was what attracted me to the profession. And, you know, and I, so I loved to design. Uh, but then we, we learned, uh, you know, all of the other things that you had to know to put it together. Um, and so the first year was really rough just because, um, I came from a high school where, um, girls did not take drafting courses. Um, and so I felt like I was starting from behind 
um, on day one. And so the first year was rough, uh, but then I caught up. And the more I tried and the uh, and as time passed, uh, the more I felt like, yes, this is for me and I can do this. I can, this is something I can, I can manage and understand. So I went to Detroit and I worked on that uh, big, huge hospital project. Uh, but I, it was like my first job in an architect's office. And, um, and I suppose I did what you do if it was your first job in an architect's office. I did uh, tons of bathroom design. And I did designs here and there on every floor. Um, and um, I was getting really very fed up with it. And, and, um, and it's, it was a huge firm. I think it was like 500 people in one building or something. Um, and, but there were in that 500 or how many ever, there were only like maybe five or six or seven black folks. But one was an associate, was a director, not a director, um, an associate or something. And anyway, I went to him and complained that, you know, this isn't what I came to you know, Detroit to do, I didn't come to this firm to do this and I, and I know more and I should be allowed to do more. And, and I was just going crazy about it and just, you know, going off at the mouth. And he just sort of said, you know, well, you know, um, I don't think why, I don't see why you think anybody should let you do anymore. He says, you know, you've only been out of school, like so many months, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, why would anybody give you any major design stuff? And then he said, you know, if you really wanted to, improve your chances. You'd have to improve your knowledge. And I was saying like, well, how can I do that? How can I learn something that fast? And he said, uh, Columbia University has a, a school of um, hospital design. And it's, it was a one-year program and it was um, a master's, master in science uh, degree program. And, um, and so, you know, that sounded great. So that's how I ended up at Columbia in graduate school. Could you also talk about um, the African Burial Ground Interpretive Center? Um, so there is a story behind the story, really. Um, I can't remember the year that they uh, first, um, I think the year that the bones were first discovered. But I know from that point on, um, I wanted to do that project, but of course that's nothing because I'm sure lots of people, many architects wanted to do that project. And uh, this was the Parks Park Service um, project in New York. And they um, had several sort of false starts in terms of how to, of how to give the project out. And, and I'm thinking like, this is like the smallest job in the world. This is, it's like 10,000 square feet, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, if a small black firm can't do 10,000 square feet, then they should be shot. They shouldn't, why are they mm-hmm. here? You know, like, what is the point? Mm-hmm. So how is that? And so I did a proposal. I spent like, you know, a zillion hours and, and uh, lots of manpower to do a proposal that could convince them that, I could do a 10,000 square foot building. Never mind that I had already done buildings that were, you know, 50,000 square. Mm-hmm. I could do a 10,000 square foot building. Uh, and uh, and so, so we got it. 
yes. And so it was like, uh, it was, it was an incredible, for me, it was a little tiny job and one of the smallest I ever had, but it was like just really important because uh, to be a part of something um, that um, had that kind of significance uh, to uh, African-Americans, but also to the city and to say something to people who were interested in the history of the city that they couldn't find anywhere else. And so there it is, all wrapped up in one building. I didn't really start out trying to have a firm. If it had been possible to be recognized within somebody else's firm, I would have done that. Uh, but I think that that may be possible today. Uh, and it may only be possible because also uh, just in terms of who the client is in all over the country, um, black folks and black communities and black organizations uh, have become major clients. What do you see as your greatest accomplishment? Mm, I think surviving it all and living to tell about it. You've been listening to Roberta Washington, head of Roberta Washington Architects in New York City. She was interviewed for the American Folklife Center by oral historian and architect Sarah Filkins as part of Filkins' Archie Green Fellowship to document women architects. To hear Filkins' complete interview with Roberta Washington, as well as interviews with other prominent women architects and hundreds of other contemporary American workers, please visit the library's Occupational Folklife Project at www.loc gov forward slash folklife or just search online for the occupational folklife project this is staff folklorist nancy gross on behalf of the american folklife center and with a special thanks to afc intern camila costa for her help with this episode thank you for listening to america works this has been a presentation of the library of congress visit us at loc.gov